And on that note, welcome to Geeks with Kids, the geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am your resident cool uncle and host, David, and joining me this week is Eric. Hi. Hawk. Yo. And Shouse. Hello. You're peeking a little bit, or at least going crackly at the top. All right, I'll I'll bring my... That's as far down as the game goes. That's okay. Just don't get right. too excited. Just don't oh, get... Fine, I'll just talk like this for not? the rest this of the show. It's an exciting time. Let me slump my shoulders more. I'm excited. Yeah? Why are you excited? Because uh, we're going to talk about cool cool video games yeah, we are. that are coming out soon. A little talk bit, about a lot of things. Are we, so are we going to do that? Are we, so we're going to we'll do, do the a little, half bit, and half, a little yeah. bit tonight. Yeah, and then we'll do... Because we were because some, some of us have finished Sweet Tooth and some of us have not. Yeah. And some of us have been paying attention to E3 and some of us have not. E3 and Summer Games Fest. Mm-hmm. Um... So that should be exciting. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Should I have told you Wednesday. we have a we have an E3 pass? <laughs> yeah, that would have been useful because I've been watching everything in <laughs> while I play Crusader Kings three. Speaking of Crusader Kings three, uh, is that what, what do... you're liking? What, what what's good? I mean, I'm having a great time with it's it's a very well polished game. It's been out for maybe like a year, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I've got like four different games going because you can just like have people jump in and jump out. It's just a lot of fun. But that's what I said last week, so it doesn't matter. I'm just still playing it. It's, it's good. It's good. If you like, and you can actually, you know what? Here's what I'll say Crusader Kings 2 is free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I just drop from the call? No, you're right there. That's weird because it says I'm the only one here. All right. You can still hear us, so it doesn't matter. You're talking I, to the I can, blind. apparently. I'm alone, but I can still hear you. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Crusader Kings 2 is free, so you can pick that up. And I think 3 is actually on Game Pass. And speaking of Game Pass, you know, E3, a lot of stuff there. Uh, anyway, let's move on to Hawk. What's, what's good, Hawk? What's your... My yum? <laughs> what is your yum, Hawk? My yum, uh, Eric can probably tell you. I'm not. Uh, in I can't. I haven't seen of, you online <laughs> in ages. In my endless game of trying to catch up with everything that's cool, and that uh, I recently discovered that uh, the Orville is on oh, Disney yeah. on the, their yum. new star, and that has been my yum for the last couple of weeks. Oh, I love that show. Oh my god! Like you know, because my bro- I remember people told me about it. I saw Seth MacFarlane, uh, kind of fallen off Family Guy, and that you know, I hadn't been keeping up. It's like oh, everyone okay, he's has. Got He's got a Star Trek show now and that. I was expecting something much more along the lines of parody. Uh, when, Which when is where the for- show started. Yeah. Yeah. Started right. in parody and then went full TNG. And in some cases in that, it goes, yeah, it goes further into being a Star Trek show than some Star Trek. Oh, there's there, there, like is- the stories in some of those episodes are such good Trek. They, yeah. You know. Well, that, that one, um, the, the legacy ship. The one, yeah, that yeah. is like probably the best Star Trek episode I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about the cultural contamination show in that where you yep. get to see the effects of the cultural contamination yep. in real time? <laughs> uh, but it's just it's a fantastic series. I just I just finished the season two the other night, um, ended off so strong. And now yep. I just can't wait for season three. Oh, don't worry. Um, you get to wait for a long ass time. Long time. Not, I, not until the earliest next year. 
the yeah, early they just started filming right um sort of they're dropping little they're dropping little uh you know uh tweets and you know little set photos here and there and that nothing special nothing that really like set photo but uh yeah i did see that uh there was a tweet the other day and that for one of the directors and that uh yeah, it showed uh the orville 3.0 on yeah. the little on the little q thing uh they don't even know where they're gonna air it they were gonna do hulu weren't they originally yep yeah what were oh, they on before? NBC? They are Fox. Fox. No, no, no. They were originally Fox. Um, then it's like, yeah, with the whole thing with Hulu in the States and that they got picked up. And that's why I never saw it because it was never on any streaming service that I had access to. And then, and, you know, I don't really actually download that much these days. So um, so it was a treat to find it and to, you know, find out how much I love it. And that um, there, There's a great episode in season two, one of my favorites, where they find all of those items and, and they find the, the girl's cell phone and they use it to create her in the holodeck. That was good, yeah. Which and, is and then, also, then he falls in yeah. love with her. Such a good episode. Which also contains my favorite, uh, like, running gag from the series. I, I like, with Bortos and Death Clyden discovering cigarettes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to do an episode about the Orville, and then someone who wanted to, who was going to host it did not do it. It wasn't me. I've never seen the show. Shows? <laughs> I, uh, I I refuse to make a comment without an attorney present. The um the um that episode would have fit in TNG if they replaced if they if they made it Jordy like Jordy yeah. could have been that person falling in love with a cell phone. Oh, girl. Jordy's always falling in love with holodeck things. Yeah, no, I know. Anyway, that seems like Gordon's a mirror episode, like taking someone's cell phone data and turning it into a personality. Don't worry, they're gonna make it. Yeah, into turning Black it into an entire holodeck program. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that when uh, when we get close to season three, maybe we'll try to do a an Orville episode. Get, get happen for season three. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> we were going to do it for the finale of season two. <laughs> that was last year. No, that was two years ago. I'm I'm I'm, com- I'm committing to it now. So we're 2024 when season three comes <laughs> for like three years. Yeah, 2019 like was when was... it. Yeah. Wow. It's just it has. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I should probably watch it at some point. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think it, it, all, it, it, it's so worth your time. All the I, I say that. all the Star Trek fans that get angry at us on the other podcasts, like the Orville, <laughs> because it feels like TNG. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool. Thanks. I like that show too. <laughs> anyway, not important. Who's next? Anyway, uh, shouts. What's your uh, what's what's good? So I have this bad habit of getting into games after everybody else has discovered how awesome they are. Um, but I'm I'm in no way regretting my uh, falling down the uh, rabbit hole here on Ori and the uh, what, what, the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. Will the game the that I told you about I, like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I am loving the hell out of that game. I have already put so many hours into it. Um, I'm just having so much fun exploring. The, the controls are epic like i just you feel like you you're so good at every jump and every spin and every flip because of how tight the controls are in that game and and you don't even realize how much you appreciate good controls until you get a game like that it's right no, no. it's like an easier version of hollow knight yeah. yeah yeah and i can appreciate that i'm a busy guy i got stuff to do i don't you know, i don't i don't i don't really want to play a game where i'm going to die every 5 seconds but right? you can but, in ori as well yeah so I'm I'm just having I'm having fun with it. I'm exploring. I'm working my way through it. Um, my kids enjoy it too. Um, so I, I, for me, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's been that's been my yum right now is just playing playing some Ori. 
And uh, and I really knew nothing about the game Switch. too going into it. He's playing on the. What platform are you playing it on? I am playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Remember nice. how I told you Hawk that it was on sale? That's that's when like, um, Shouse found out about it too. Oh, okay. So <laughs> oh, you haven't played the first? You haven't played Blind Forest? No. Blind no, Forest I is didn't. fantastic too. And so I'm excited to go back and check that out after this one. I'm, I'm hoping that it's not going to be uh, a downgrade necessarily. Is well, it? it sort of is because it's like a young, like it's an older version. So right. But at least I'll get to see sort of where they came up with their ideas and where, where the whole thing started. That'll yeah. Cool. You meet those, you know, those three characters you see at the beginning before the owl. Yeah. That's you meet, you meet them in that game. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on board then. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention real quick, and, and I can give you guys an update after I, I spend some time playing with it, is I, I picked up a copy of Game Builder Garage uh, for Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And it's Nintendo's sort of foray into coding, game development. And um, uh, I downloaded the demo last week and I let my son play with it. You know, they're really pushing coding in schools right now. And um, uh, he was just having a lot of fun with it. it. It has this really neat interface where you can connect all of the controls of the Nintendo Switch to various aspects of uh, sprites and backgrounds and special effects and things and and, uh, and and sort of build your own little video games and um, so once I see how much he was enjoying it I, I, I ordered a copy um, I always get my, my Switch games um, physical these days because there's multiple Switches in the house and so this way uh, everybody can can borrow the cartridge and share and so uh, I'm going to try that out and I'll, I'll come back with a review next time I'm here on, on how, uh, how that game pl- sort of holds out over time I look forward to one of your kids putting in the VCR. Nice. Work, Switch. (laughs) (laughs) No, it looks amazing. Um, I got a press release for it uh, a while ago and some media stuff for it. And it's really good. Like the, the, what's really crazy is that the coding that they do in there with all the nodes and stuff is what I do in, uh, I'll just go into my yum. Um, I've been learning Unreal 5 since it's been released in pre-alpha. Or in not Ooh. alpha right now, it's um, it's pre-release, so there are some bugs, but I made a fucking forest <laughs> and a cabin. This this is not actually Eric that you're seeing on the screen. No, He's completely rendered in, in Eric Unreal. Eric is a is a VTuber, but it it's yeah. photo, a photorealistic VTuber. So <laughs> I've learned exactly like Eric. <laughs> Eric's actually watching TV in the other room. It's, I'm not <laughs> watching TV. I'm playing Ratchet and Clank, which is my other yum. Um, but um, going off the Unreal Engine five, it's fucking incredible. The the stuff that you can do in there, it's it's mind blowing that this is a um I don't know if you watch Quarter Crew, but they did a VFX uh artist react on Saturday, this past Saturday, and they talked about the Unreal Engine five and how this is like the next stepping stone for both filmmaking and for video games. And it's true, like you go in there and you're just sitting there like, How is this magic happening on my computer? It's magic. Magic is happening with many little triangles. Um but they have this um, embedded, uh, I want to say process, that's not the right word, where as you f- go further away or as you change focus, the rendering behind goes to a lower poly count. So it's not as um, heavy on your machine. So everything happens procedurally as you move through this environment. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's fucking, I don't understand how <laughs> it works. Speaking of not understanding how things work, I'm going back on Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, which is a PS5 game, and I assume um, Insomniac are magicians because this game has no loading times. None. Jeez. In the whole game. 
<laughs> you press continue, you're in the game. <laughs> then you warp somewhere, and you're there. There's no loading screens, and it just oh, wow. like I don't understand how it works. I mean, that's what we used to have, right? Like that's yeah. what we had on like NES because it's phys- it's sorry, it's solid state. Yeah, and it's incredibly fast solid state. Yeah, but like even even like Nintendo, there would be like occasional pauses. But yeah, like you have a level where you can go through this place, but there's there'd be a rift on a wall, and it'll open up a whole new level inside that level. <laughs> Just like, and there's like no. It's like seamless. It, it's it's crazy. I just, I mean, I assume it's just all loaded at all times. Like the yeah. whole game world is probably loaded, and yeah. it's not, yeah, you know, crazy enough that it's. I mean, the game looks good, but it doesn't. You know, it's not photorealistic. No, but it looks like you're playing a, a cartoon. Like it looks like an yeah. actual movie. Like the Ratchet and Clank movie. I don't know if it looks as good as the video game. <laughs> well, that movie's like four years old now, and this is a brand new game. So yeah, but still, they rendered that like pretty hot. It, like that one looked pretty good at the time, and it still looks yeah. good as an animated movie. It's not like it's looking like Shrek, which is shown as age right now. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Shrek. I love Shrek. Savior. I love Shrek. Um, somebody once told me the world is. Gonna... <laughs> um. Anyway, um, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, is phenomenal. You should all play it. It, I will platinum that game by Friday. When we have our review, we're gonna have a review live on Friday night. Um, so come back on Twitch. We'll be there. I'll probably put some footage of me failing. Um, while I talk about it, what? I'll tell you. What, nice. I'll play it. You send me a PS Five. Yeah. Well, and one, I will one, absolutely one, play Ratchet and Clank. How about this? One day when they start manufacturing <laughs> PS Fives again, I will play it. Hey, hey, hey! PlayStation Canada, we need, we need a, we need another PlayStation Five. That's that's what we gotta say. Two, three. You just gotta go to the Geeks with Kids warehouse and pull out one of the hundred PlayStation Fives we have sitting there waiting. <laughs> I, or PS Five. I, I, I want the new PS VR, which is eventually gonna come out. I know, I know it. I want it. I want VR so bad. VR is so fucking good. Oh, I speaking of VR, so I can connect my VR to my computer, which means I can go into Unreal Engine as I'm. Mm-hmm. working in it and yep. see the world that I created in my VR headset which hurts my brain again magic this is magic on thing I would like magic to see because you, you brought up Corridor do you remember Corridor did a video where they would they had a green screen set up and they used a player in some of their games as a camera Yeah. so you could watch them play their games in VR but like third person basically Mm-hmm. So they'd be they'd all be playing like a multiplayer game in VR, but instead of watching it from their point of view, you could watch it from like a third person because someone was not playing, but they were in VR, and they had a green screen, so you'd watch them walk around their own environments, and they that would all have to be rendered in real time, mm-hmm. and Unreal Five is the kind of thing where that's going to be way easier. Yeah, which, yep. which is awesome. Again, magic. Yeah. One more thing. One more thing. Be- because I've not <laughs> only yums, Eric? You three have a lot of yum this week. I've been doing a lot of You're stuff. You got to your teeth with all them yums. Um mm-hmm. I've also I, I sent this to you guys, but uh Ian Hubbard, which is one of my favorite YouTubers, he works in Blender only and he finally released his first episode of this film he's been work the short film he's been working on for 3 years and he did it all in Blender. It's 21 minutes. Um if you go to youtube.com/mrdodobird <laughs> or look up Ian Hubert. Um, it's there, and there's 
he's a SFX crew of one person, and this fucking video again is magic. It's crazy. <laughs> it 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 blows my mind. And he also does these like stupid. I don't think they're called stupid tutorials. What are they called? Um, lazy tutorials, and they're like two to five minutes and teaching you how to do something amazing in Blender. But I've learned so much just from him um, and doing those little silly tutorials. It's, ha, ah, man, YouTube's great. Great. YouTube yeah. is great. That is my, those are my yums. All of those, many things. Yum. <laughs> yum. Yum. Eric yum, has yum, all yum. the yums. I do. So. So, well, uh, I guess that brings us to, you know, our, I guess our first topic, I'll call it. Uh, our first, you know. Uh, a little foray here. Um, Shadows, how far did you get into Sweet Tooth? I uh, just finished season. I uh, just finished episode four. So you just so, oh, so that's that's pretty good. That's that's you know almost halfway basically. I'm, I'm halfway, halfway through. Halfway yeah. yeah. Okay. So Sweet Tooth is a uh, it's a new series on Netflix. Uh, they dropped the whole season in one go, eight episodes, right? Yep. Um, it is a, well, the, the Netflix describes the show as on a perilous adventure in a post-apocalyptic world, a boy who's half human and half deer searches for a new beginning with a gruff protector, which I kind of take umbrage with because he's only, he's not half deer, right? He's, he's just, he's got, he's a hybrid in ears. Yeah. He's uh, but he also the has, the, about, he has the eyesight at night. Um, and he also that's has true. the, the he, there, there are yeah. a couple more things you'll, he's got super hearing. He can jump. Pretty good, it seems, but he doesn't have deer legs. He can smell really well. He has a really good, yeah, really strong sense of smell. Um, he likes it's syrup. Neat. It's a like what? what? He likes syrup. Syrup. He, well, who doesn't like? Well, specifically maple, maple syrup. syrup. He doesn't like maple syrup. He likes maple oh, syrup because he's Canadian. A maple syrup to drink while we were <laughs> I, while we were talking tonight. I ran out of maple oatmeal. Oh no! And that that's not great like we can just no, chug just um, regular oatmeal next time we see each other we'll chug a bottle of uh, maple syrup sort of like super troopers <laughs> who needs teeth <laughs> leader of cola <laughs> leader of cola um, exactly so i should probably so the the cast of the show we've got uh, nonzo anozi i think i said that yep. right as uh he plays uh big man or tommy jeopard depending on like oh, it's so one of those things a lot of people have nicknames in this show yeah uh like sweet so sweet tooth but uh aka gus uh, he's played by Christian Con Conbury. Uh, he's really good. That kid is really it's good. Phenomenal. He's like eight or nine. He's um, Stephanie Levy Owen as Bear. Uh, Dania Ramirez as Amy. Mm -hmm. uh, Adil Akhtar as Aditya Singh. Uh, Aliza Valani as Rani Singh. And uh, Will Forte plays Sweet Tooth's dad, which he calls Pubba. I basically watched the show because Will Forte was in it. I'm not gonna. He, like he he was so good. I love Will Forte so much. Um, and, and I did I didn't know that's who it was at first, and then I was like, that guy looks really familiar. Is that Will Forte? And then I looked on IMDb, and I was like, that is Will Forte. <laughs> he has such a distinctive voice of that, yeah. that kind of like silly, the whole MacGruber um, thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, MacGruber. <laughs> uh, speaking of distinctive voices, it's actually narrated by James Brolin, mm -hmm. uh, who's got just the right kind of. Like yeah. I, he's like naturally, I don't know if he's Texan per se, but he's got a very nice, you know. We it's were that lilting yeah. kind of southern drawl, you know. Yeah. yeah, we were watching yeah. from the premiere, and I texted Hawk. I was like, "Is this James Brolin talking?" <laughs> I was like, "It sounds like him." He's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is." Thanos yeah. is dad. Yeah. <laughs> Than dad. Than dad. Yeah, let's go. Than dad. Than dad. 
<laughs> it works. Okay. Uh, did we talk about Bear? Who who plays Bear? Uh, Stephanie Levy Owen. Yep. Yeah, I mentioned her. Uh, she's really good. I thought she was much younger. She's like 24, 22. She's 24, and she plays someone kidding? who seems like 12. Like, she did yeah, really she She's supposed that. to be 16 in the, in the Okay. Film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ish. Um, because she, let's see, she was five when the, when the pandemic, pandemic there's a pandemic happened. in the show, but and the show is not years, about six, pandemic yeah, per se. She's five. She's 15, 16 ish. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I, this was not going to be like, this was not a show I would have watched. Um, but Eric told me to watch it. Watch it. Uh, it's good. And I watched it with my, yeah, you should, you should watch it. It's good. Uh, I watched it with my girlfriend. She really liked it. She actually really likes Jeff Lemire. Who's the one he wrote the comic. This is based on um, from 2009. It's that I thought it was can, older, but can, can I ask really quickly? Cause I haven't seen the comic is what are your thoughts on the comic? Especially as we'll talk, we'll talk this. about, we'll talk about it in a sec. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read it. So I don't... <laughs> this one? Ooh. there you go. Yeah. There you go. It was all, this was entirely based on Eric's recommendation. This yeah. whole show. Um, um, actually, I did see previews for it because uh, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife executive produced the show. Yeah, they're big fans of the of Jeff Lemire and uh, his uh, his comics, especially The Secret Path and um, Essex County. So they had read Sweet Tooth a long time ago. Um, it, it was being shopped around. It, it didn't get made. I remember someone was uh, talking to one of the producers who's now on the show and <laughs> sent him an email saying. No one will watch a Dear Boy story. <laughs> and you know what? It, it fucking blew up. Like everyone is, has watched this show. It's uh, it's it was number yeah, it was one the on number one uh, thing on Netflix when the weekend last weekend when it came yeah, out. It's yeah. probably still going to be the it's, number one thing this week. I would imagine it's three right now, but it's number one in six or seven countries for Netflix. So you know that's pretty good for uh, a little story about a comic book or a little comic book story from Canada. And considering the things that are out that you can watch right now. Yeah. Like that's, you know, like that's competing like with Like Tresse. Watch Tresse on Netflix. I know. I Tresse? really want to watch that tonight. Tresse is a, a Filipino um, graphic novel that got turned into an anime. So the whole cast on Netflix is actually Filipino actors like Manny Jacinto from The Good Place and um, oh god I can't remember right now there's a number of them but it, it's it's a phenomenal cast the, the graphic oh, novel Somali Montano I'm sure I'm sure yeah. there's, there's only so many famous Filipino people <laughs> that I can think of uh, <laughs> I didn't even know Amelia that uh, Lou Diamond Phillips was Filipino yeah, so. yeah. then um, also what's her name from Wayne's World um, Tia Carrera Tia Carrera yeah she's part Filipino you mean yeah. the relic hunter the Relic Hunter, my bad. The Relic Hunter. Okay, while Dave looks up uh, Tresse, I'm going to talk about... I did. I'll, I'll talk about the comic book. So the comic book came yeah. out in about... Uh, I think it was 2009. I could probably check the book, but I put it away. Um, and, you know, it's 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 a little bit different than the than the uh, the show. It's actually quite a bit different. Whereas the, the TV show is sort of this dark fairy tale. I, I think it's a that's an honest assessment of this show. It is a fairy tale, very much so. My girlfriend uh, thought it was a lot like I didn't I didn't see the parallels, but she thought it was a lot like Peter Pan. Yeah, so like a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Right, like lost kids kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and basically, the story of the the TV show is um, Gus has been born a hybrid. We don't know why he he's 
he was born around the same time as this uh, pandemic that was going on. And this pandemic killed most of the population of the Earth. But it also introduced all these hybrid children. So the last born human was uh, 10 years at the present day and everyone else afterwards, or the majority of everyone. I don't know if they've mentioned if there are any human children, but every child that has been born has been a hybrid since then. And um, uh, so obviously as people have gone through this pandemic and it was world devastating, people started blaming the hybrids for the flu that happened. And they started getting hunted. Um, They started, you know, hiding but there are some safe spaces uh, in the in the tv show um where we meet gus is he's in the woods with his dad his pubba played by will forte and um through a number of circumstances in the first episode um he meets a former football player named jep um big man as we heard earlier and jep and gus end up going on this adventure to out of that little secluded area off to find Gus's mother. That's basically the premise of the TV show. Um, That really (laughs) very much differs from the comic book, which is more of a darker dystopian tale. It's way darker. Like if you imagine um, Cormac's The Road, but make it into a graphic novel with a bunch of hybrids, uh, that's what the comic book was. It's great. It's just super dark. Jep is not a good person in the comic book at all. Um, I what I read was he might be loosely inspired by the Punisher in the comic. Yeah, I could see that. In Whereas the com- in the TV show or, or the Netflix series, he doesn't seem like that at all. He's, you know, he's no, just a big gruff dude, the, more of a guy just trying to get by in the post-apocalyptic yeah, world. Yeah, there there are very little differences other than him being a good guy. He eventually becomes a good guy in the comic book. But in the comic book, he's. Um, I'm going to spoil the comic book. It's he's way years darker. Old. He's way darker. <laughs> it's twelve. He's a he's a former hockey player. Let's put that in there. Canadian uh, comic book writer makes him a hockey player. You make it into a Netflix show, American football. Um, but he's. Um, how do I say this? When you find out that they go off together, Jep tells. Gus that there's a sanctuary for hybrids, you know, a safe place for them, but there isn't one in the comic books. What Jeff is doing is basically when his child and his, um, when his wife gave birth to a child who ended up becoming a hybrid in the comics, um, to uh, a group of scientists took his wife and his child away from him and held them ransom. So he had to bring a hybrid to them. And basically what he's doing in the comics is taking Gus to these scientists to tell and to get him to go. He told them that there's a sanctuary. Now we know, which is terrible. That doesn't happen in the in the TV show. Sorry to ruin the people watching the TV show. Uh, Jeff is actually a, a much nicer person. But there's a lot like of differences like that. Dr. Singh, who's a very um, sympathetic character in the, in the TV show, he's trying to find a cure so that his... Wait... He's trying to find a cure for the I don't know where show is in the in the, in oh, yeah, the show. He's at, I know what he's, he's doing. at episode I mean, you, four. Well, I mean, and all of this stuff is established by seeing the first episode yeah. that like you know he's he's looking for a cure because you yeah. know he's got like he in the show that starts out he is basically at the heart of this pandemic. He's a mm-hmm. doctor. He sees it. You know, he's on the front lines. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but in the comics, he's he's also on the front lines, but he's more 
single focused on just save like he's the one who's going to make that cure so he does unethical things from the get-go and then he becomes more sympathetic as the comics go along but from in the in the tv show he's sympathetic pretty much from the get-go like from yeah he's resistant to going down that dark path to find a cure right yeah Yeah. um pubba (laughs) in the comic book is not likable he is not a nice man. I think Will Forte is probably the most likable person yeah. in this show. He's so great. You know that sequence in the in the pilot where he's telling Gus not to go out because all these people are in hellfire and stuff. It, he's, yeah. Gus is taking a bath, and it's really beautiful, like imagery. It's very fairy tale again. In in the comic books, Papa is a religious zealot, and mm. everything mm. is like um, hellfire and brimstone and. People did this because God got angry at people and all this shit. He's not a, he's not a good person in the comics. It sounds like nobody's a good person in the comics except it's for a, maybe it's Gus, a, Gus as the innocent. Gus is always a beacon of hope, and we see that in the TV show. They did keep that for sure. Yeah, that's something I I specifically mentioned. Like Gus is a, like a, like naively and in in some ways annoyingly hopeful. Mm-hmm. Where he like it doesn't matter what people say. He's like, nah, things will work out okay. And you're like, but you're in the apocalypse. What do you? T-? It's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Shows where you're at. You're you're at episode four, and you just met Bear. Have you met Amy yet? Yeah. Amy? Isn't she in the fr- end of the first episode? She's I in the end of the first episode. I, yeah. I didn't know if she was more I, I, actually at, at the at the point. end of the episode. I just saw I was introduced to uh, Bobby. Bobby is the cutest of the hybrids. Yeah, without a doubt. He's so. Oh my god! So he's a he's a groundhog. Yep, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or yeah. woodchuck? And, and <laughs> I don't know. Would yeah, some you know some kind some kind of you know burrowing rodent. Um, yeah, bad. And he's got these. He, he I think he's, I, I think he's animatronic. Yeah, for sure. And then they did CGI for some parts of him. Probably and, when his when his mouth's moving and he's talking and stuff, right? Yeah, and I think it worked pretty well. Like you can tell, it, you can kind of tell it's a puppet. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like it's so cute. Like they could probably sell stuffed animals if they like, if they yeah. sell a Bobby and if they sell animatronic ear, deer ears with horns, mm. I will buy both of those. <laughs> I I as soon as the premiere happened, I was like, I need me some deer ears right now. Also, oh, no. fun ears. fun story. My friends, um, my friend's brother has a ten year old. And he, uh, oh, thanks for the sub. Me. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's been telling his his ten year old that he'll eventually be getting his deer ears and and deer antlers. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom is just like, stop telling him that. He's gonna start believing you. <laughs> Shouldn't lie wow. to your kids. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. That says the guy who's only an uncle. But uh, <laughs> I lie to my nieces and nephews all the time. So fun fact: Amy is not in the comic book at, at all. all. At all. Hmm. Oh, well, that so makes sense. Because that, character. Okay. that makes sense because there's no sanctuary in the comic. Which there, there is. She run. You know, if she runs the sanctuary, then I very, I very um, like as much as I love the comics. I like the things they've updated and the things they made like they did in the TV show because it's mm-hmm. it's super hopeful. Like it's such a good show that I've watched it with my kids. I showed my mom two episodes and she's watched the whole series already. <laughs> like I'm trying to get my parents to watch it. The yeah, the, um, the show like it. felt it felt like a zombie show without the zombies. But not as you know dark I mean? as a zombie show, you know? No, I, no, but it, but but it, it almost like it really gave me Last of Us vibes. But, but without being depressing, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like everything was grown over and, and, and uh, empty cities that had just been completely covered by nature. And, and, um, now I'm not as, as much of a last of us fan as, as, uh, as you are, Eric, but, um, I, I was getting those kind of vibes. I was like, this, no, this, sure. this seems to me like a, like a zombie movie without any zombies. It was just like, what would happen if the world was just kind of empty? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how would the, the leftover people sort of survive? But then to connect it with this, this whole pandemic storyline was, um, really powerful too, because, you know, it, it did hit really close to home. Like mm-hmm. as, as you're watching characters putting on and taking off masks and, and, and all that kind of stuff, it was like, yeah. wow, like this, that, that that's going to be sort of ingrained in everything that you know happens moving forward that we all experience this thing right there's it these is funny little that... tu- oh, sorry oh, there's these little touches that they put in there and that uh i think it was what was it episode the episode uh stranger danger on the train and that uh when gus cat you know catches the train and that he, he jumps in and that and lands on a big stack of toilet paper that they're hoarding <laughs> Yeah, it's these all these boxes of hand There's, sanitizer. There is some stuff I find funny about the show because in the maybe the second episode, um, big man's drinking beer mm-hmm. out of a can, and I'm like, it's been ten years. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing left in cans. No. Like yeah. I, I know, like it's, it's nice to think that you can keep. No, there's nothing like beer in a year. It's gone bad. All your soda in in nine months that's eaten through the plastic and then the metal is so that's. It's you know it, it sucks. Maybe maybe if they've out of the certain things they've kept going, beer production is one of them. Well, beer would be easy to produce, yeah. uh, but the only downs the only thing is that like they find it in abandoned places. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. so. That's the, I was just like that because I'm you know it's like the, when you're a doctor and you watch ER, you know, mm-hmm. or you're like a cop and you watch you know a cop show. It's one of those things where it's like, man, I read a lot of survival shit, <laughs> and when yeah. it's like in nine months, you won't have this stuff anymore. Yeah. So that that pulled me out a little bit, but I don't think that would, most people would even notice. You know what's funnier about this, all of this, is that this show was filmed in 2019. So this was filmed before the pandemic. There's a seemingly a lot of things that have pandemic or virus-related things that got filmed before this whole thing happened. And then, and then this just all dropped. Like There's a lot of like people wiping their hands with sanitizer and keeping distance from each other. and Yeah, like the show was... Absolutely, they were already doing the things they were supposed that everybody should have been doing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think they got uh, doctor consultants on the show. Plus, they filmed in New Zealand, where everyone listens to scientists and doctors. So you know that always probably except for helped. two people. Yeah, well, because they had they had zero cases. But it was like last year they had zero cases, and somebody snuck through, and they had another one, and they had to shut everything down again. And then it went away. <laughs> yeah, they fixed it. Because. New Imagine Zealand. seeing other humans. I I don't know what you're talking about. What what's another human? Are, yeah. are aren't you guys humans on the internet? No, that's, that's how people work. No, I'm definitely a hybrid. Damn it! Um, no, I, I was made in Unreal Engine five. Oh, mm, lots of triangles. <laughs> so uh, <many. laughs> the uh, I'm trying to think of other things that like most of it is all like it's it's it without like going into the darkest parts. It has the same essence as the comic and that's what i appreciate about this show is that robert downey jr and his wife and all the creative team made a love letter to this dark uh, to this dark story and made it into something that was accessible for pretty much everyone like i don't i don't know anyone that has watched this show that has not liked it except for dave <laughs> he just didn't like the ending i 
I didn't like. I like really liked episode one, mm-hmm. and then I, I didn't really like it until like episode five, episode and then five, by the it? end I didn't like it again. Uh, but I don't want to say why because you know it's a spoiler or whatever. Um, <laughs> but there's another show we watched that did the same thing, and now we'll and get that's over. Why I'm mad just because like I want, I want like. Do you, I just say, just say just say because it's a TV show. You know you. It's a get, cliffhanger. It's yeah. it's, it's like a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. It doesn't even come close to resolving where they built themselves up to. So it feels like, and I thought I was like, oh, because the, the last episode is the longest episode. It's fifty two minutes, I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, we're this whole thing's going to be wrapped up, and it's going to be like an eight episode. That's awesome. It's you know, it's like a you know a six it's hour movie, like cool. a mini series. Yeah. Look how and thick it, this and is. <laughs> And then it didn't. <laughs> this is how much we've done. Is yeah. that the, enti- the entire That's volume series? One. This is the entire run of this is everything. Oh, okay. That's that's the whole compendium. That's but you were saying that the series, like this this season, eight episodes is basically volume one. Of... Sort of. Yeah. It's okay. it's the beginning of their, their, their journey together. So I would I would presume this they would need another season probably a num- to do a number of seasons. Yes. So what worries me is that if, if for some reason we don't get another season, because also they're not actively in production of another season right now. They so do. that means it won't be with the amount of CGI this show had, um, which was very good. It, you know, it's at least a year and a half two, maybe three years away. And by that time, I'm going to forget because I have the attention span of a millennial. So apparently they're going to go into production this year. Um, most of well, them, can, most of them can go back to New Zealand because they're good there, I guess. I don't know. Um, so we'll New probably Zealand see it's been great. We'll see it next year. Probably um, the CGI was mostly just to enhance the backgrounds and stuff. Uh, all the I mean, ear- there were, there were animals. They did like, I mean, yeah. you see animals that yeah. don't natively live in the United States. <laughs> That's fair. Um, um, yeah, and then like um, most of the like the kids, the hybrids, they're all like practic- prosthetics yeah. and stuff, which is the really practical cool. effects in this show are, are top notch. Actually, like they're really good. My favorite part is when I see New Zealand actors on there having either British or uh, North American accents because I'll sit there I'm like you're a New Zealand actor, you're a New Zealand actor. I recognize all you because I used to watch a lot of New Zealand TV. <laughs> There is a cameo. Is it the last episode? Uh, cameo. Restart. Uh, Rise Darby. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I was like, I was blown away. Because Rise Darby I, I, from uh, he was from Flight of the Conchords. Right? Yeah, Murray. Yeah. Nice. Murray. Yeah. Murray. Leggy blonde. Yeah. Oh, Murray, you and swear that's go fuck yourself, Brit. That line is just here. Brit here. Yeah, I don't know. Now, now I want to go the watch show, Play of the Concords. <laughs> it's so good. Should watch Play of the Concords. The show looks Phenomenal. incredibly good. Yeah. Oh, it's beautifully. There's shot. a dream-like quality to everything that they like, like the colors yeah. and everything. Like it's just it, again, it's like Peter Pan. It feels. But it's like not that soft focus you get no. to to do that. It's still, it's still sharp. There's one sequence in a flower field that was just so pretty, mm. so mm-hmm. pretty, and I was like. I know you're CGA, but I know you're pretty. It's all CG. Anyway, what uh, any other things you want to talk about for um, Sweet Tooth? I think I talked about uh, you. You wanted everything. You, you wanted to know about differences, and I think I pretty much said oh. what my favorite yeah. change was the dad because I did not like the dad in the comic. 
He was he was great. Yeah. Will Forte is great. Will Forte, Pop, did you 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 finished the show right? I like got the last episode to finish, and that okay. I, I'm uh, I finished off on episode seven. Um, he's so yeah, good in that last episode. Show. <laughs> uh, uh. I, I find it amazing. Some of the, like even like with some of the dark stuff they recovered in the series, and that and it's like it, you could still show it to a kid. And like episode two, and that you know when the the last men came to the cabin and that looking for Gus, and that and, you know you know what big man does. Yeah. Uh, that was so well filmed in that, you know, that could have been really bloody, but it wasn't. Imagine that a hockey actually, player doing that. That was a really cool scene. Yeah. In the yeah, rain. And really the, cool. it was all backlit with lightning and stuff. Oh, yeah. so good. That was like some Sin, some Sin City shit. Like, yeah. yeah, it was good. I liked the when the kids were playing hide and seek and Gus could find him just because of his hearing. Oh, because he um, can hear everything. He can smell them. Mom, it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Kids thing. are always going to be kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is there anything else anybody want to say about Sweet Tooth? Any, I'm so any excited thoughts? to finish it. You should watch it. You should finish it. Um, I think the ending, uh, as much as it does end on a cliffhanger, I think there's this melancholic happiness, sort of, by what happens. Uh, there, are, there are certain. There, there's a there's a hug that I loved. Maybe tear up a bit. Shut up, Dave. Um, and, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm callous. You know, yeah. I have no emotions. There, there, I was I was arranged of spare parts. There, there. The meeting of certain people made me happy and also sad at the same time. It's melancholic, but I I think there's there's hope in that melancholy. There there is at the end of the. That's the one thing that that's the through line of the series for sure is is the hope that Gus has for everything. What I love is that Amy, this new character, also has that hope, but like, mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of darkness because of what she's seen. But she's still that pretty badass too, and I'm kind yeah. of waiting for her to, you know. Mm-hmm. I look forward okay, to. So I don't I, know where they're so, gonna go in the next season. I so I've got a question then, Eric, for you because you've read the entirety of the graphic novel, right? Are you mm-hmm. the only one that's read the whole thing, David? Have you read the whole thing? I haven't or? read any of it. You haven't no. read any of it. Okay, so. This is the kind of show where I would like some answers. And I know that I'm not going to get them anytime soon. No, you will. But what I'm curious about... You'll get about, some though, of them pretty soon. I'll, <laughs> I'll get, some, some, I'll get some, answers. some answers. You'll get some answers. I'll get some answers. answers. But yeah. is, it the kind, is it the kind of show that, that the comic book goes into a lot of detail about what actually happened, where the virus came from, all that kind of stuff, that that kind of stuff is going to be spread out over the course of several seasons on the show, do you think? or The series does a good job showing it where... Dave, okay. do do I tell them? No, <laughs> no don't no, don't no, no, don't no, give no, up no. anything. Yeah, I just, don't spoil anything. Um, you'll you'll find out um answers sooner than like The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Which okay. doesn't give answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll okay. get answers in it. Um, the yeah, this is this, this is like it's leading me towards something, and I like that. I I, I like a show that it's it's giving me bits and pieces of things. You know, I I I want to be watching the show, trying to guess what actually happened, and then. Each episode getting a, a step closer towards it, right? What you know, what freaked me out a little bit more is that there are things that happen in the show that happened in real life, like the past week or two. Mm. And without going into that, I don't want to spoil the show, or but I'll tell you the news after you watch the ending because okay. it's terrifying. What <laughs> some people, what some scientists, does no one listen to Ian Malcolm? No one. No one. You were so preoccupied with whether you could, you didn't stop to think whether you should. Exactly. Uh, I thought he was talking about always looking for the next future uh, Mrs. ex Mrs. Malcolm. 
that is also true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so the other thing I wanted to wait, wait, wait. About, before uh, before we go, oh, what are your ratings out of five? What would you give the show, Dave? Let's out of with five? You. Out of five. You want ten? Ten's easier, I yeah, guess. Go you ten. Because you 10. can divide by more. Ten? I, out of ten, I'd give it uh, I'd give it a four. Really? You didn't like I'd it? Really, yeah, yeah. It's it, This is not a show I would watch. It's not for me. It's too heartfelt. That's fair. I'm like the Punisher in Daredevil. Not... <laughs> I want I I would like the show more if it was darker. Probably. So you, you'd you'd like the Carmen? Uh, wait, uh, I was like Carmack. grinning our whole Dark Mirror episode. So <laughs> you should read the comic book. I think you'd like it. I'm, it's I'm a you know there are some really depressing parts in the comic. Book. I've been doing a lot of terrible things in Crusader Kings. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! They're they're uh, yeah. Like anyway, let's go with Mister Episode Four. What do you what do you like? Uh, what do you give it? At this point, uh, I do enjoy a good heartfelt story, um, and I'm and, and I don't I don't normally binge a show, and I mean I've I enjoy watching a show week after week after week, which is you know why I like all these Disney shows and the Marvel shows. Um, but oh, because I'm watching this one, I'm, I'm sort of hooked on it. I, I'm going to give this an eight right now. How about you, Hawk? Oh yeah, I go I go between say an eight and a nine so far on that. Uh, like I honestly thought this was shot during a pandemic, and that like it's it felt you know all the measures and everything, and and they show you in the show, but felt so close to real life, and that I kind of appreciate that like they went with a softer tone for it, and that you know because like you said, you you know kids at home during a pandemic could watch this, and that and you know they have draw some draw a little bit of you know a hope from it, and, that. and what I, kid I doesn't want to be half deer exactly. <laughs> Or have a live a little like groundhog friend. That's what every little boy wants to be half deer. I would love to have a half deer. I mean, I mean, yeah, deer are pretty dope. Reindeer are pretty dope. All deer. I woke up once in a field with deer around me. It was wonderful. Those were very nice deer. Um, are, you, are you huffing those purple flowers from the show? <laughs> Apparently. Um, for me personally, I would give it a, if not nine, I'll give it a ten. <laughs> ten. I fucking love this yeah. show. That's a ten. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's made incredibly well. It's just not, you know, my cup of tea. Plus right? Canadian I, I might, content. I might get there. I'm looking forward to getting more answers, so I might get higher than eight. But right now I'm... I'm ten? Where I am. If we, like, I like the first episode, and then I didn't really like my I mean, this parts episode two I liked and then I really kind of checked out until like episode five mm-hmm. yeah that's why I'm excited because that's my next episode so I'll yeah. see what got you back into it which one was five let me see I'm not gonna anyway you start the next thing while I go on IMDb <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that was the clip show where they show <laughs> clips yeah, the that was when, yeah that was when they did the montage of the last four episodes <laughs> They don't do montages. They do like nice travel sequences in the show. The, the, the scenes are like the, the scenic shots are really good. Do, 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 anyway, uh, the other thing I want to talk about is. Uh, oh, go- five. Oh, yeah. I just read the- right now. Shut oh, that was a good episode. Uh, we're in the middle of. They're announcing every video game under the sun right now. We've got E3. Yeah, we've got Summer Games Fest. Not everything uh, because the- P- PlayStation's not there. Again. Uh, yeah, but they'll do their own thing. They've got uh, yeah. what is the state of play coming out at the at the end of it. Like we're gonna have content to talk about for like three weeks because when, when is Nintendo? Is that coming up tomorrow That's morning? A, yeah, tomorrow. 
So, but, sorry, so tomorrow morning PST. Tomorrow noonish for us. Um. So so far we've had Bethesda, Ubisoft, uh, EA. Um, who else? Xbox. Uh, we've done Devolver. X. Well, Xbox and Bethesda was together. Yeah. Future. Um, future PC. Two K. Right. No. Two K's no. later. Um. But we've had. Oh, we've had Square Enix. Yep. We had their presentation. Um, and I just because I don't want to like go too crazy because I, it'll probably be better to like do a big wrap up, but just like kind of the big things I think we've seen so far that um, I care about and I think other people care about because there's tons of indies like there's so many indies oh, to yeah. check out there's so oh, many Ubisoft. great games but we but they be- didn't they didn't give us just really quickly before I forget they didn't give us the part two of our Final Fantasy VII remake did they no. They didn't. They no. announced a new Final Fantasy game. They yeah. gave yeah, us a I new know. demo. I saw, I saw that. Well, they announced more for 14, basically, or 15, or whatever. Like they spent Origins? all this time like, like getting Final Fantasy VII Remake ready for the PS5. Let's get Part 2 in there. Come on. Well, That's, uh, that's for PS6, for... man. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you get one episode per generation. Per that's generation. Right. Yeah. Like, last, you get one Last of Us every generation. Uh, we get one God of War every generation now except god of war will also be on ps4 um, it's like Haley's comet yeah every 62 years i <laughs> oh, wasn't a 14 years is it 62 damn i don't know um no, i can't the, see stars so the, i don't really pay the final fantasy game they announced was um was a new game was a totally new game oh is it totally new but it's not 16 no 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 is it's the called, thing it's like a a different like an offshoot like uh we might as well talk about this now um stranger of paradise final fantasy origin which is like, it it has the same combat as Final Fantasy VII, but it's a, it's totally separate. Um, it's it's what they're calling now a Miles Morales game, where it's not a full game. Uh, which actually, what they should be calling it is a Blood Dragon, because Far Cry every in between every Far main Far Cry title, they were doing like a a title that used the same map mm-hmm. and the same combat mechanic, and it was just kind of skinned differently with a bit of extra VO and stuff like that. I, so it's like it's a it's a game. It might I don't know if it's going to be a full price game, but it's 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 a lot easier. It's not making a full game, right? It's not going to be 150 hours or whatever. I think it is. I think it's a it is a like a 60 hour game, a 40 to 60 hour game. But I think this would be more like a Miles Morales type game, like mm-hmm. um, because it's set in the same world as Final Fantasy. It's actually set in the uh, the original Final Fantasy world. Um, yep, but, they're going after chaos. Yeah. There it is. That's what. That's my favorite Final Fantasy. Because I never played that. it. They announced you never played Final Fantasy One. Oh, that I know. That's why I'm looking. That's why I'm looking. Final into Fantasy One is so interesting to me because you can actually, without because the game won't tell you, you'll break the game. You won't be able to progress anymore because you have to do things in a certain order. <laughs> because that's before it, they would hold your hand in a game. Yeah, and it's Final Fantasy. It was a, it's basically a D and D game as well, which is another reason I love it. Like you, uh, you could you could build a party of all the wrong classes. You go all fighter. And, yeah, and, and and there's no way you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get through. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but you have to do like you can play that that game in any combination. The problem is, is if you do like if you don't get the pirate ship at the right part, mm-hmm. if you, you there's a dungeon you can go in, and then you won't be able to get out. <laughs> and you'll just loot. Like you'll die. Your party will die. And if you haven't saved, and back then you didn't get to save anywhere you want, you had to go to an inn and pay fifty gold to save the game. Good so time. if you didn't have money, you didn't get to save the game. So you had to leave your NES <laughs> on. Oh, and and this game is also made with by Team Ninja. 
So that's yep. going to be interesting. Interesting. It's made okay. by Team Ninja, not like in partnership with Team Ninja? I think Ninja? In, in partnership with it. I think they're, they're doing it. So that's good. So that'd, that'd probably make the combat a lot better. Well, yeah. it's going to be like a Bayonetta-style combat, right? Like a... It looks like Final Fantasy VII's like, sort of like a, combat. Like a like, Metal I, like Gear I heard Revengeance. it was like a Devil May Cry, like a I guess it's action-adventure combat. It's hard to tell yeah. in the in the trailer how they're... If it's like that Final Fantasy. Well, they fast. did it before. They made uh, Final Fantasy VII Dirge of Cerberus, right? Where you oh, played as Vincent yeah. Valentine. Yeah. And you went around, although that game did not get received well. This uh, is more This is more like, yeah, for sure. Like, um, what was that game you said, Chos? Bayonetta? Yeah, it sort of looks like Yeah, that. like, yeah. yeah, those are all, yeah, Arena Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Can we, can we sort of go around and each of us say what game we're most excited about so far? That's not the one I'm most excited for. <laughs> But I will. But feel free to go. Oh, Dave, yeah, it's, your, it's your show, Dave. You, All you right. Well, I was going to say. I was just going to say. I think the three, the the four big things we got so far. I think the four biggest things are there's a Guardians of the Galaxy game coming from Idos Montreal, Yay. where you play Star Lord, and it's got it's very like kind of RPG, uh, sort of like a Telltale game, but all even but it's also like an action game, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's yeah. not a Telltale game. It's an action game, but there are elements of like cutscenes where you kind of like call on different party members which is neat uh elden ring had a what they called it a gameplay reveal i think but I it's basically it just seems like a teaser trailer like it it seems you could tell like a lot of that stuff was in game yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it, it's an yeah. in-game trailer but it wasn't like hey you know this is it wasn't somebody actively playing the game it was no. you know Hey, this is what your character is like, and they, there's some like story reveal stuff there. I t- um, but that's a big deal, right? Elden Ring's a big deal. I think you know it's, that's mm. basically Dark Souls Four written by George R. R. Martin. Means <laughs> so um, has no ending. <laughs> we, we got a we got a Starfield. They called it a gameplay again. They called it a gameplay reveal. Nothing about it seems like it seems like a, a trailer, like a, mm-hmm. like a pre gen trailer. But we got to you know we saw something. We saw the engine in game, which I guess is cool. Um, and the trail, the the music for me sounded very like cr- a cross between um, Fallout, which makes sense. I can't remember oh, something else. It was very like Fallout esque. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and that's I mean that's basically what it's going to be, right? Is it, it's Elder Scrolls? You know what it looks like in space. It looks not. like the Expanse. It like everything that they've touched yeah. in there. Is expanse like? Uh, it reminded hmm. me a lot of Star Citizen, where Star Citizen's at right now, without yeah. the sim, because Star Citizen's more of a sim. Mm-hmm. That, that one's also coming out a... for the PS6, right? That's the plan on that Star Citizen. Star, well, Star <laughs> Citizen, you can play right now. Yeah, uh, you can play the alpha right now on your PC. Can, can't you also give them ten thousand dollars for a? You can try ship if you want. You, you can try. Yeah. Um, the um, what was the game we were just talking about? Uh, Starfield. Starfield. Um, there, are, there are like papers and stuff that look like the ring from the Expanse. Like, mm. like they're they're actually doing like that. You know what I'm talking about, Hawk, right? The ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you talking about like some like not a Halo ring, but like a docking ring for like jumping through? It's sort uh, of a Halo. Sort uh, of. It's sort or- of. Or the ring from like oh god, um, like a, like a Mass Nine? Effect no. ring. Uh, the Mass Effect relay. What are they called? Watch the place. show. Watch the show. Yeah, watch watch <laughs> the Expanse. This is the best sci-fi show on TV. Oh, it's so but good. I'm so busy defeating 
the Byzantine Empire as Georgia. Like <laughs> it's all they have take, ten thousand. It's very difficult. I have to wait till they take get that the hour you need to decompress before you go to bed and watch an episode at night. I don't know if fans. you want to do that at night. <laughs> Because you'll be amped up by the end of an episode, and you'll be like, I have to watch another one and another one. That's what you did, Hawk, and then you finished the series in two weeks or something. I, I caught right up to like the season five finale, you know, wow. and then we watched that live together. <laughs> I'm going to watch that over the summer for sure. That's going to be my one the of my best shows. show on TV. So good. Sorry, keep right. going, Dave. The last thing, because uh, it's important to me, and it, it is a big title Battlefield 2042. Uh, which is made by Dice and like three other uh, EA-owned studios. Yeah, uh, we got a cinematic on the 11th, and then yesterday we got a the gameplay. gameplay yeah. We got a gameplay trailer. Looks like a Battlefield game. Looks like it, uh, what I a pre- little more classic Battlefield than what, the last yeah. two. What I appreciate about it being 2042 is that it has technology that we could see actually being made and there's stuff there that is actually stuff that we have now just a yeah. little bit more advanced um mm. i think the it, it looks wonderful i love <laughs> i love battlefield i had a blast playing the last couple even those people would take your planes and then die immediately in them or sometimes i would do that um but you know that's what battlefield is i mean i've been playing yeah. battlefield i didn't really play 1942 because that came out when i was, was like yeah, what? but I play Battlefield 2. Wait, how old were you, did you say? Battlefield Battlefield 1942 came out when I was like 9. I Didn't say. it come out what, in what like year was 2007? That? What year was that? I thought it was like 2007. Battlefield 1942, all right, I'm going to look it up, came out in 2002. 2002. So I would have oh, been, been 14. Uh, but, okay. but, then, but when I was 14, all I did was play Day of Defeat and Diablo 2. Because 2001 is when Diablo 2 came out. Well, um, so, good news for you is that we're getting Diablo 2. So yes, I'm gonna that's have the one that I'm most excited about. Diablo 2 remastered or yeah. resurrected? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we yes, got yes. a date for that. That is September 27th, 23rd, something like that. I 23rd. That's the disappointing part. I would have loved to play this over the summer. It's not going to happen. I know, because it's Blizzard and they take their time. And that's fine because they but put out great stuff. But come on. Um, they, the good well, thing they, is they, they also gave the pricing time. right for it. It's thirty nine ninety nine USD for Resurrected, and then there's the Diablo Prime Evil Collection, which will cost fifty nine ninety nine, which includes the Re- Resurrected Diablo two, and then the Diablo three Eternal Collection, and then some if you don't have Diablo three by now, I feel like you're probably yeah. just not gonna pick it up. You're probably not a fan of well, yeah. I never like, probably not enough of a fan to be that excited about a remake of Diablo 2 if you're not playing or you haven't played Diablo 3 by oh, this point. Oh my I, I, my spreadsheets are ready for Diablo. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> I I play so suboptimally in Diablo cuz I'm going to play a paladin, a, I'm going to use a two-handed sword and I'm going to use vengeance. And everyone's going to go why aren't you a hammerdin? Why aren't you why aren't you using auras that help you? Spin to win. Spin to win. I won't be able to get past Nightmare difficulty. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Did, I love it. I love Diablo. I've got so more much. hours in Diablo three than I think any other game I've ever played. And so going back to Diablo two and playing that again, um, get extra after mice. All those hours of Diablo three, I'll be. I'm, I'm going to be excited to, to get back in there. Diablo two is the game where I broke a mouse, and I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of people broke mouses because uh, of it. <laughs> So I'm excited for it. Never but it should come it. with a mouse in the box. That yeah, that, <laughs> like you know. that's when they started putting click lifetimes on 
mouse boxes is because of Diablo I would too. absolutely buy a new Razer, even though I just bought a new mouse. I would absolutely buy like a Razer Death Adder that yeah. was the Diablo 2 edition. I had a Diablo 3 mouse that was a Razer Diablo 3 mouse. I loved it until it died. It also died. So, so apparently if we pre-order Diablo 2 Resurrected, we're going to get access to the beta? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking about doing that because I know I'm going to buy the stupid thing when it comes out. Yeah. I'm just gonna wait till it's out. I don't. I don't pre-order games. I'm not even gonna pre-order Battlefield. And I like these are like my. I'm. I'm having a great. I'm. You know, it's gonna be a banner autumn for me because I'm getting Diablo two remastered, then Back for Blood. Yes, and Back then for Blood. Battlefield. I'm all like those are my top three. That's it. That's all I need. Like that's need- it. Those are the three games I need for the rest of my Did life. Did we? We didn't mention that they announced that it's both cross-platform and cross-generation. That's fucking back cool. for blood. Yeah, back for blood. Yeah, back for blood is also game one. Uh, uh, game Pass. Everything's coming to Game Pass. By the way, yeah. Uh, we got like Outer Worlds two announced. That's gonna be on Game Pass. That game that Obsidian that is my favorite by... trailer that I've seen this whole E three oh, because so it killed me. It was so funny and like nothing had to do with the game, <laughs> which was great. And that's so well because they didn't say like and we don't even know what the game's gonna be yet because well, we just... have a title. <laughs> Yeah, which presumably presumably that means they're done DLC, all their DLC for the Outer Worlds. Yeah, and so they've probably cycled that (laughs) dev team onto you know some of them are on Grounded, which is their survival, like Honey I Shrunk the Kids survival game, and then now they're on Outer Worlds too, which is awesome. And and Avowed, oh my god, I forgot about Avowed. We I don't think we got a teaser because Uh, Obsidian did they have like a 18 year anniversary. Avowed is their basically elder scrolls so it's going to be a first person fantasy game in the pillars of eternity universe so they said that um um, was obsidian obsidian said that they weren't bringing it to e3 but they're going to do something for it soon i don't know what that means for avowed yeah avowed oh dope i don't know if that means they're going to have their own event or something like a big thing like they do with nintendo directs but apparently it's coming like Obsidian makes better Bethesda games than Bethesda makes because they were the OG, right? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were the original, you know, they're from Black Isle, they did Fallout and stuff. So like they did, right, the best uh what are you going to call it first person Fallout, they did Fallout New Vegas. Um and Outer Worlds is absolutely better than Fallout in my opinion and I'm an OG Fallout fan. Mm-hmm. Um, um did we want So Avowed yeah. is going to be probably insane. Uh, did we actually want to go around if we missed anything that other people did you want to talk about any of those ones that you talked about like Guardians of the Galaxy are you excited for this game anyone I else? don't think any to be fair I don't think anybody cares about playing a Star-Lord and that's who you play as in the game yeah I want to play when, Groot I <laughs> yeah. am Groot I want to be Rocket when I, when, when I saw the trailer I just assumed it was another one of those expansions for the Avengers game no no it looks it's, like it's, it I though. thought that too no, it's by Idos Montreal, who has a better track record, I think, than who yeah. made. Uh... Didn't they do the the last two? They, they did the, day, the Deus Ex games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, they did, did Deus Ex. They did a bunch of Tomb Raider games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they did the last Tomb Raider, which is phenomenal. And they um, made a bunch of mobile games too. I like Crystal Dynamics. Did uh, Marvel's Avengers? Yeah, yeah. That game was fucking. Oh, Idos Montreal helped, but Crystal Dynamics was the lead on it. Yeah. They, the they Crystal ha- Dynamics was Tomb Raider, right? They were OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, Sad. Yeah. But um, I'm not excited for it. I won't pre-order it, but I'll see what the reviews are. 
And if they're yeah. good, I'll get it on sale. Yeah. <laughs> what other games did you say? Uh, Battlefield 1942? I 2042. 2042. I'm looking I could go to on about this game. I could I could talk. I could do just a whole show about there, this game. There was a Jack Frags um, video that David posted on the Discord. And I love it, Jack Frags. It's so good. And all the stuff that he mentioned, I was like, damn, you are so good. <laughs> well, he know like, he gets to... He's just a YouTuber, but he gets to go and meet the devs and hang out and yeah. test the games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's probably the reason we got Battlefield 2042, because Battlefield 2042, at the end of Battlefield 4, the last DLC was Uh-oh. like a precursor to Battlefield 2142, which is like the forgotten Battlefield. And we've been saying for years, hey, give us another one of those games. And this game's going to be halfway between Battlefield 4 and halfway between 2142. Um, and that might just be exactly what the franchise needs. If you guys have Twitch Prime gaming um they are giving away battlefield 4 for free right now for origin yeah battlefield 4 is very good uh you can still play it like it's still pretty popular on pc Mm -hmm. um you can still find lobbies on ps4 as well crazy uh i never played it plays really well it's it's got a single player too that's good um it didn't have co-op which battlefield 3 had Mm. Uh, there's there's no single player for uh, 2042. Which That's is, right. Uh, yeah, 20, 2042 doesn't have any. It seems like they're taking some notes from Titanfall, which is seems like a good thing. They're going to try and tell their story through multiplayer, the way That's Titanfall did. Um, and also, some of the gadgets seem to be Titanfall. Like, there's a grapple gun. Titanfall has grapple gun. <sighs> if I can run on walls, mm, yes. No, I don't think we'll see that. <laughs> I had so much I, fun in Titanfall too. <laughs> My God, that game. Um, what else did you say? Uh, we talked Elden about Ring, Guardians of the Galaxy, oh. Starfield. There's other yeah, stuff yeah, we yeah, can I just talk about. El- Field Four, Woo-hoo. Elden Ring. <laughs> I don't know about. Everyone's saying how good it looks. It looks like a PS4 game to me, or like an older PC game. I don't know I'm, why. I'm more interested in the fact that it's a Miyazaki game and that it's a, you know the next project yeah. does follow uh, Sekiro and that and this is like the first time they're going to do something that's, that's open fair. world. Yeah. where you can move through and that and i didn't realize it was te- open world yeah and that they've also teased that they're trying to do something that's a little bit more original with the online uh portion of it um it looked like really... it looked like they're playing like they're in the trailer that you're fighting with someone who had died against an enemy yeah. which is really neat if you can fight alongside someone who died instead of it just <laughs> seeing how they died like, yeah, exactly. Well, they have they have had that element in those games before, and that you know, it's like uh, when you're online, and that you can you know you can offer your uh, your, your help to somebody else in that mm-hmm. online, or you know, if you're you know a dick, you can invade <laughs> the world and you know, kill them yeah. and take their take their mana or spirit or humanity or whatever it is. And that you're um, making me want another Bloodborne game. That's what you're yeah. making me do. Let's let's so, replay Bloodborne. I would I would totally replay platform. I never finished I know, it from and the I beginning. That'd be amazing. I haven't man. played any Souls games, but if I get a PS5, I will play Demon Souls. You should. Demon I, Souls yeah. was the shit. I wanted to get it back on the P- in the PS3 days, and I just mm-hmm. I got a good computer, and it just never looked back. I might get it yeah. one day. I was a little stuck back at that point because I was looking for a good RPG for PS3 and that, and I couldn't find anything that, didn't you know, around exist. that time. No, they did not. And then I started reading about this game. It was, uh, you know, from a Japanese uh, company. I was like, oh, this sounds great. I'm going to try this out. And it's like, I had no idea what I was stepping into. <laughs> it is good that they remade Demon Souls because not a lot of people played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never played it, yeah. but I plan on eventually when it's on sale. Yeah. 
Uh, did we want to go around and say our most excited things? Uh, can I can I mention that? Uh, no. Uh, Square. No. no? Okay. No. No. Yeah. Go for <laughs> so, it. What is it? <laughs> so Square announced that they're doing. Uh, what are they calling them? They're pixel perfect re-releases of the Final Final Fantasy games, the classic mm-hmm. ones, one through six. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious about what that means exactly. They didn't go into a lot of detail on that. Uh, looks like they're being released for Steam and for mobile. Um, and I already have all the Final Fantasy games on my phone. So, and I already bought them all on <laughs> on the app store. And th- they were already remastered once. Yeah. So I'm curious right. as to what what it means. Like, are they optimizing the games? Are they are they redoing the graphics? Because they're making it look better on a high definition screen. They redid the graphics for I think, was it the DS and the PSP? Yeah. So they they, they redid. Get, uh, no, it was uh, the Game Final Boy Fantasy. SP Advanced SP. That's right. Yeah, they, the poster. They, they did um, Final Fantasy three, and they did that with full three D graphics. Yeah. And then they did four in the same style, with the three D graphics. But Square Enix is kind of known for re-releasing Final Fantasy one through six again and again and again yeah. and again. Like they, and they, again. They, want it, they, they, they look at their records and they say, uh, uh, "Yeah, this guy uh, Michael here, he he hasn't given us money up for these six games in a while. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to uh, re-release them and, and I don't, buy them again." Why so, do we call Square Enix out for this, but not Nintendo for doing it with Mario games, though? <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so apparently, yeah. it's not gonna be. Um, you know how they remade those a uh, couple of those ones a couple years ago yeah. these are going to be faithful reproductions of the original games Ooh, i'm fine with that. i mean both versions were good the remasters they did for the for the psp it was really good like it looked good um will there be play bards mm. what i assume I mean, they're gonna do is what nintendo did with those um mini nintendos and just get roms off the internet and then just put it out <laughs> i mean that's I, fine man yeah I don't I care. Want, I'll, I'll I want Final them to Fantasy release one. a Game & Watch with Final Fantasy on it. That would be <laughs> super great. cool. Yeah, actually, I would be done with that. Um, yeah. Should we go around? Let's. Yeah, I think we kind of been doing that already. I think we kind of did, yeah. No, I haven't yeah. said what I'm excited are you for. Ex- Eric, what are you, what are so, you excited what's your for? Damn, I, I am excited <laughs> oh, well, for... Thank you, for thank, you thank you, thank you, thank um, you. There is a trailer that was released during the Xbox um, showcase for a Russian Fallout esque game called You're Atomic Heart. Stalker. Right. No, Atomic Heart. Atomic um, Heart. Okay. Have you not seen this trailer? Because it looks no. fucking delightful. Um, it looks like if um, Fallout had personality, which Ooh. is well, Fallout used to have personality, yeah. but now again, but this is in Russia. That's so, it's called Outer Worlds, Eric. I know, but this one looks <laughs> this one looks cool. So I I look forward to it. I think it's gonna. I hope it's good. Uh, Ubisoft. So wait, okay. Yeah, sorry. It's not. It's not Stalker Two, which was announced. No. It's not Chernobyl, which nope. was shown off, and it's not what's the, there's another one, and it's not Metro. No. Which we've had four. Which of is in Russia. Okay. So, well, no. yeah, they're all in. They're on like Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Let me. I'm just watching the trailer but, for this right now. Yeah, Tom Hart starts off with a really cute, random ass robot, um, and if you don't get drawn in by that. You should listen to it because it has, has Russian music in it as well. So, like, fun. Anyway, anyway, I'm going to go to my next one. Ubisoft had some really cool um, announcements. I, you know how much I love Ubisoft. Um, they announced that um, I, I hate subscription services, but I love Rocksmith. 
Um, and they're Rocksmith ooh, is really cool. They're yeah. re, they're doing a subscription service for Rocksmith where they will continually um, put out new songs, and then there's video help, and you can actually help other players on it. You can use your phone as a microphone, so you can actually play Rocksmith anywhere, um, which is really cool. Um, or you can plug it in like you have before. So you can annoy people in public with your bad guitar playing. Well, not yeah. your, <laughs> but my bad guitar playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, but they've also updated the the learning software. And um, it it looks really cool. It's done by Ubisoft San Francisco, I believe. So that'll be something cool to to look mm-hmm. into. Um, yeah, Rocksmith is always fun. They've also added a tablature system so that if you know how to read tab, um, not not chord charts, um, but actual tab, like actual tab. Yes, yeah. you can learn that way as well. So you know, it also help you if you want to buy. I don't know, do they still sell guitar magazines? I haven't been outside in a long time. <laughs> if, if, if you could go to uh, uh, Long and McQuaid's, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Does it not seem a little weird, just as a side note here, that, like, technically a trailer for a game is a commercial. Yeah. So why do I have to watch a commercial before I'm allowed to watch a commercial? You know what I mean? Like, I, I go and yeah, look up a trailer for a YouTube. game and it makes me watch an ad first that I could have. Because you didn't pay for YouTube Premium like some of right? us. YouTube Are you guys all paying where my, YouTube premium? Where my dollars go directly to the creator, and I don't have to watch fucking ads on YouTube. I fucking hate YouTube. I watch so much YouTube, <laughs> I probably am making money. By <laughs> the like, my YouTube never stops. <laughs> I watch a lot. Yeah, Eric. Any other games you're super excited for? Um, they they showed more of um, Life is Strange, the new one, which is Life is Strange two. No, right? not two. It's uh, True Colors, is the new True one. Colors. I thought it's called. I thought it was two. Life is Strange two. True Colors. No, Am there's there's already been wrong. a Life is Strange two. Electric Boogaloo. So um, yeah. So they they a while ago they announced the the remastered collection, which has Life is Strange and Life is Strange two. But uh, True Colors is the newer game. It's the new game that's coming out, and it looks wonderful. Okay. So um, I look forward to that. I want to finish, um replaying the life is strange games i never beat the second I, one but the first one was i should phenomenal. probably start watchdogs 2 since we did the watchdogs 3 <laughs> thing last year watchdogs 3 was so good uh <laughs> like so good man uh, and now so you weak. now it's always on sale like every other week that game's on sale well they're they're doing a big everything's on sale right now because e3 so yeah, yeah. the best time to buy games now is a good time to buy video games the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, I think I'm most excited yeah. for the Nintendo. I think I already mentioned it before the <laughs> Nintendo press conference, and uh, they're 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 talking about a um or rumoring anyway a, a, a Switch Pro, announcing a Switch Pro. There's yeah, there's been talk of that for a Boo. while. They keep <laughs> not bringing one out. Yeah, but Nintendo is sort of known for at least at this point in in a product cycle, they're they're known for putting out iterations on their consoles, right? Like we had. We had the uh, the new 3ds and uh, the, thin, uh, the, the the DSi. So DSi. when did the Switch come out? Twenty was that three years ago. So typically, what we see now know. is four or five years. It came out in twenty sixteen. Four or five years into the life cycle, we get the yeah. new like half, right? Because we had the PS three or the PS four, the PS four Pro, right? Yeah. And we had the Xbox, uh, and then the X. What is it? The X. Whatever the X. Xbox One X. Which spells mm-hmm. Xbox. Um, that was those were both like four or five years into the console life cycle, so that it kind of stretches out the life cycle even more. So it would make sense if Nintendo wants to do the same thing with the Switch, even though they don't usually follow suit of what Sony and stuff does. But mm-hmm. 
It would make sense. It'd be a I mean, terrible it, time to like to try and release a new uh, system and that, you know, with the chip shortage around the world. Yeah, that 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 could be something that could potentially hold them off. It's it it took a while for them, even when the pandemic started. It took a while for them to even catch up with the demand of the switch itself. This is this is why we have a switch uh, a chip uh, shortage because Nintendo's making new switches. Like, yeah, every, everybody. As soon as the pandemic started, everyone had to get a copy of Animal Crossing. Well, didn't Apple like stockpile a shit ton? Like just Probably. a couple months before the pandemic started, and then and then Apple released the pandemic. What? What? Does anybody... <laughs> um, I mean, you gotta imagine though that like every month, chip. Uh, what's sorry? What's demand? Demand is never decreasing, mm-hmm. right? Demand is only increasing as more and more people get new cell phones. We get new handheld, right? But we're, we might be getting a new handheld from uh, Steam. I'm sorry, Valve. Valve is talking about doing something like a Nintendo Switch that, and they already did that. They had a Steam box, right? Like, yeah. And, but now they're talking about okay, let's. So everybody's trying to get into each every market, other than LG, which is obviously leaving cell phones behind. Like, that's it. That's the only company that's not getting that doesn't need chips right now. Everybody needs chips, and they all need the mm, best, fastest chips. That sounds actually good. When we're done recording, I'm going to go have some chips. Oh man, I would love some Doritos right now. <laughs> Doritos, please. Please, we're gamers. You know what's creepy is that uh, Hawk's microphone is placed right in front of the <laughs> general. So it just yeah. looks like Abbott. he's talking there. I'm not oh. crazy, right? Like, Hawk could pull off a General Abbott he cosplay. Could, for sure. He just needs to grow a big old beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can hear Apparently us. a few looks I could pull off in that. You know, yeah. I can do a Nero. Apparently, I, uh, according to somebody on the, the SMP podcast, I look like a more Jack Picard. <laughs> No one is more Jack than no. Yeah, than Patrick I don't know Stewart. If I agree with that, yeah, Patrick Stewart is in like Patrick Stewart is like eighty, and he could beat the shit out of me. And I did martial arts for years. He can oh, beat the shit out of most people. He wouldn't because yeah. he's a wonderful person. He wouldn't have to. Is the thing. Yeah. Because he has he has psychic powers. True. He has he has he has the power of reason. Did you did you see the Cuphead? TV series. Oh yeah, there's the Cuphead series and a cartoon. Yeah. Wayne Brady is the I don't know what they call the him, Dice Man King or something. Yeah, Dice King. Yeah, and they showed I'm, a clip I'm of him. I'm stoked for that. <gasps> it oh it is um, produced by the two the guys who made the game, so everything is gonna be just hand right trailer. Yeah. Oh my god, this is amazing. It, yeah, I oh my god, I wanted to play Cuphead so bad. It's so um, good and so painful. It's on Switch. Yeah. And on but there's PC. an easy mode now. So Is I there? don't have to, yeah, have to play it again. It <laughs> yeah. The um my friends did the music for the uh video game because they're it bar- has they're in a barbershop music. quartet. So it has phenomenal music. Yeah. And I'm, everything about that game is it's like that is just one of those games that is and it's not a triple A AAA game, but it is it like that's craftsmanship, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it is it's from top to bottom, that game is just a one amazing, like yeah. everything that they did. The animations look perfect. The controls are also super tight. And if you die, it's because your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> Use your error. Yeah, um, <laughs> the music is spot on. Um, even and like they add filters throughout the game so that it looks like you're on an old TV. It's just so so well done. I'm trying to think if there's anything else at E3 that I'm interested about. I think there's three things I would mention. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I don't know if they mentioned. Yeah, it was during the the Microsoft press conference. You'll be able to start doing uh, the Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, will start doing browser streaming. So right now you can. I think mm-hmm. what do they call it? X Play. You can stream on your phone, uh, on your Xbox, on your on your PC. I think through the X Play app. So and it, that's cloud gaming, right? It's the same as uh, Stadia on live. Stadia, same as Stadia. There's a there's a Nvidia version. I can't remember what it's called right now. Uh, Nvidia Play or G- something like that. G, not GeForce. Um, good lord, why can't I? Remember? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody, everybody's got one, right? Like Sony's got PlayStation now. Uh, which used to be like uh, what Gaikai or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but now you'll be able to do it through a browser. So it's going to work on everything, yeah, basically, yeah. is is their intention. Um, and everything I've seen is just like if you have decent enough internet, if Stadia works for you, if the you know whatever works for you, this is going to work for you. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. That's actually that is actually really cool. Um, also, uh, Avalanche Studio, the people who make Just Cause, they announced a new IP, which is Contraband. Uh, yeah. We don't know anything else about it. It's we a just nice know logo. that's a new IP. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, we don't know what kind of. We don't know if it's third person, first person, or what. Uh, but it sounds like it's a multiplayer game. Like I know Just Cause Four, I think it had co-op. Three and four, I think had co-op. Um, but this doesn't seem like it's going to be like uh, the same kind of like whatever. Just be on an island, taking down dictators or whatever. Uh, it's going to be something else, which is really cool. Uh, and the last thing. Um, I well, someone told me they already knew this, but Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play. Yep, I heard that too. That's great. But he's someone was telling me that we knew that before, but I, I never heard about a, it. Like half of their conference, they were talking about Halo Infinite. Um, like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on for Halo Infinite. Uh, there's like you can well, big same thing with Battlefield 2042. It's gonna have bots. You can have bots now, which is uh, neat. A lot of games didn't want to do bots, but. For people who suck at games, bots are great. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> did did uh, Take Two announce anything interesting? Today? They haven't done their conference yet. I thought it was this morning. Wasn't it this morning? Oh, it was with uh, Capcom. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't notice anything either. I watched the Razer one today, and they announced that one of their they're releasing a gaming monitor to another twenty-seven inch one. Um, who is uh, Razer? They already did a monitor before yeah this is an update to it and it's now the first thx certified monitor <laughs> which you know that's pretty it, good it's easy to be thx uh certified when you bought thx did they buy thx yeah they bought thx they do thx earbuds and uh speakers and stuff yeah shit yeah well that certificate certificate certification does take a lot there's like 400 steps or something to certify each product so that's not bad like they, they're still i mean i'm still wearing them. razor these are the old og black sharks i'm still wearing these and i love them mm. I'm these wearing, are before they bought thx hmm. interesting i have uh, a lot of razor stuff i'm in me too i like their, their stuff is generally quite good um today they had I, I wish i um i wish i had written down the games because they did this indie showcase thing called freedom games and they had a bunch of cute like indie games on there but um I think, I think if you just go on their um, the Twitch or YouTube, you can watch the showcase and see which games are. There's one about like a a, a um, an animal shelter where you can help dogs get adopted. I was like, fuck, I want a game like that. That seems delightful. I know someone who does that in real life. Hmm. Nice, nice. Real life? What's that? 
I don't know what that is. I don't know. Is that, is that coming out this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out for the N gauge. Mm, nice. <laughs> uh, the headline I see here, Eric, is Take Two's E3 livestream wasn't quite what viewers were expecting. Oh, good. Wonderful. So, I mean, well, obviously, if we would have heard if there was a GTA announcement, uh, we would have heard if there was a Red Dead expansion announcement. We got neither of those. Um, we already know that there's something coming out because Gearbox is usually uh, published by Take Two. Mm-hmm. So we already know there's a Tiny Tina Diablo-esque Oh, oh yeah. Game. We didn't mention that. I can't wait for that. The tiny we don't Tina. know what it is yet, though. I don't right? care. We just know that it's a Tiny Tina game that is separate but, from it, but it has Andy Circus, uh, not Andy Circus, Andy Sandberg, who yeah. I love. Wanda Sykes, which, you know, yeah. that's got to be hilarious together. She's hilarious. Um, I don't remember the other two, but uh, uh, but those two are the ones that really, you know, caught my attention. Uh, Speaking we have... of Tiny Tina, when is my Bunkers and Badasses RPG coming out? Because I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered that December of last year, and yeah. I want it. I want to play it. <laughs> who knows? Uh, Capcom also had their um, E3 announcements today. They did... They announced that Resident Evil Village is getting some DLC. Mm. Reverse is coming in July. Uh, they're announcing a Monster Hunter Stories 2, which, you know, is Monster Hunter. I don't think Monster, it's Monster Hunter is a unique breed of game. Oh, oh, they did. They announced uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. So that. Ooh. I know people love those games. I never those games them. are awesome. I never played it. Uh, it's coming out July 27th, 2021. Objection. Who's the, who's the voice of Ace Attorney? Uh, Jim Carrey? Nah, nope, wrong Ace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any oh, other any other things about um, E3? I don't think there's anything else that I... I got nothing uh, else. I just can't wait for September to come around. Like, it's going to be... I'm going to have two weeks of one game and then two weeks of another and two... And it's not going to be enough. I, 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 wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be mad if some more games got delayed. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. I I don't I don't even know what I'm looking forward to right now. Right now, what is Street Fighter League? Yeah. Did, did you see this, Eric? They, the, they released a, a Ratchet and Clank DLC for Sackboy. I did hear that. Yes. I. That's why I need a PS5 more than any other anything else. Sackboy? I need to play Sackboy. I loved. I love all of the mm-hmm. uh, media the molecule games. They're yeah. so good. Yeah, Sackboy's Big Adventure is wonderful and delightful. I played it with my daughter. She loved it until it got too hard for her. And then she just watched me play, which is fine because she thought it was sack. The Sackboy world is super cute. So they're just like, yeah, I'll watch you play it because it's hard. I'm like, that's cool. Street Fighter League is a, th- a team of three players that goes against another team of three players. I wonder if this is related to Sony picking up. Uh, what did they buy? They bought that uh, esports thing. Mm. Anyway, it's not important, and we could always talk about more E3 stuff on Wednesday after we do our Loki um, watch party. We're probably gonna do a short update to E3 right afterwards. Yeah, because there's two more, two more big conferences. Yeah, Nintendo Direct is tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time, and Bandai Namco at 2:25 Pacific time. I don't know why I said it like that. There is. There's been so much to watch. Like every day there's been hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of announcements. And it's some of it felt kind of like classic E3 because they actually talked about like designing games. It wasn't just, hey, here's a bunch of announcements. Classic E3 was like, 
here here's the specs of a PS4 and here yeah. are our sales numbers and all that. We don't they don't do that anymore. Now no. it's it's more about trailers. And it's stuff, event, so. it's big events yeah. kind of programming. Do you think that uh, at the Bandai Namco uh, presser tomorrow that they're going to actually show more of Elden Ring? It's their game, right? Yeah, I I mean why not, right? Because yeah. you want people to watch your conference, so. If they do, so do they do it with the Xbox? Yeah, a couple I can't years ago, they I showed it off. It. Yeah. So if you get people to watch, you know, like, oh, there's, do you guys hear this Elder Ring thing? And then you go watch the trailer, and then they go, hey, our conference is in two days. Watch our conference, and then you know, because they everybody wants eyes on their thing, mm-hmm. and everybody, it's because like EA announces stuff with, you know, uh, with Microsoft, and then Sony announces stuff with Activision all the time. Um, but everybody still does their own thing. Mm-hmm. So everybody still wants eyes on their thing. Like, what's the point in doing your own conference if you're just going to show off everything, like all your big stuff, you know, at the Xbox one? Fair. So they might as well, you know, actually show something. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. I Hopefully hope. extended Hopefully. gameplay. Exactly. And maybe get dive real gameplay. The, dive into the online aspect of it and see what they're doing there. For sure. Uh, for shows, tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. We'll have 40 minutes of uninterrupted Nintendo Switch software announcements. Oh, Ooh. my God. Or at least info nice. on uh, software. Um, per- perhaps some some of the new Pokemon games coming out this year. I'm sure there's always a Pokemon game coming out. But then, they're like every other Nintendo Direct, they're going to have the Treehouse Live afterwards for three hours. <laughs> Whoa, and that's hours. that's usually where they bring in like Japanese developers, and then they have somebody like translating on the spot. But they also that, those are the times when they normally play the games that they yeah. have. So that's gonna be I'm I would like to watch it, but I know I'm not because I'm busy tomorrow. I love video games, but I literally can't sit here and watch announcements. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> can't do it. my eyes hurt right well, now. Well, that's, that's that's why that's why people should turn to great podcasts like Geeks with Kids mm-hmm. to get all of their. That's a great updates. plug. You yeah, should yeah. Uh, you should like. I don't know. Charge people for that or something. Yeah. <laughs> this will be out on Wednesday, so um, we'll have, at least in podcast form, we're going to have this out on Wednesday. So we'll have everything, you know, out for the world to listen to. All E3 will be done. And then as soon as we're done the Wednesday night one, I'm just going to so, put it straight up. So listen to this on Wednesday, and then 9.30, come back to Geeks with Kids on Twitch and watch Loki with us. Damn straight, Loki. Loki, 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 Loki. Or if you're Loki. watching live right now, uh, come watch D&D tomorrow. Where a bunch of gnomes are going to get killed by a zombie <laughs> dragon. My bard is wonderful. I can't tell you. He makes the best, the best insults. <laughs> you know, I don't like to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say. I'm going to die tomorrow, guys. It's we'll going to happen. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just going to make my main character a bard, too. <laughs> you already have a main character, and you chose to be a blood hunter. I know, but you said I could subclass as a bard. Yeah, you can take other... Doesn't matter. Doesn't it'll, matter. It'll happen. Anyway, it's not important, because that's not what we're talking about. Are we yeah. done? I think yeah, we're... I think... You guys, is there any final thoughts you guys wanted to um, this, bring up? This E3 has been as as uneventful as last year's E3, I think. Absolutely, I disagree wholeheartedly. There's really? actually games I care about this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. There's there's only been like a couple that I'm just like, oh, that's cool. I I last year I was really I don't know if it's the pandemic talking, but I was like, shit, I gotta watch all this. And then this year I was just like, eh, I'll watch whatever. 
I don't think I watched. I don't think I paid attention to anything last year. Mm-hmm. Actually, I I've think I live streamed a lot of it last year. this year. Yeah, this year I didn't care. Whatever. We'll find out. We'll see if it's good. We'll do a. Was it a good E three on Wednesday? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, David, for hosting. Hey, no problem. Do you want me to do an outro? Yeah, go for it. You do the outro. All right. Um, well, what I was going to say, because uh, there's not really any like segue into this, but I was going to say, uh, because I think these two topics are related, in my opinion, there's things are related here. Um, it's the same thing I love about this E3. It's the same thing I love about Sweet Tooth is uh, this E3 gave me hope for video games again, because mm. uh, I thought last E3 was pretty drab. Uh, and hence why I didn't pay a lot of attention, but because there's video games I'm interested in, right? Like we, we, everybody's got something they're excited about right now. And that's like that thing you got to hold on to. Um, because, because if you don't, I mean, you got to have something to look forward to, uh, especially, <laughs> especially right now. Um, but cause it's been a long, it's, it's been a long stressful road. And even though it's not over, uh, we've got some great things to look forward to. So get your vaccine, wear your mask, wash your hands and you know, hopefully we'll see you next time. Yeah, it has been a long road getting from there to here. Getting from there to here. Mm. It's been a long time, but my, my time, time is finally. And just fade out on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.